0: Jimmy Kimmel uh, is one of the late night guys that one of you may know, and who, who would ever think I'd get a homily out of a Jimmy Kimmel, but he's a really genuine and sincere guy, and uh, I love watching his stuff, and his, especially his monologue at the beginning. He's usually always very funny and witty and quick, um, but the last week, he had a very serious monologue, and it kind of struck me that I think he was, like, he was really like trying to say something from the heart. And uh, so I'm going to give you a little preface and uh, start off by saying that I'm not a doctor and I'm not recommending anything for you, but I'm just going to tell you the story of what Jimmy Kimmel said and try to use that as, a, as an image for the homily. So two weeks ago, he did a bit on... Um, on uh, vaccinations, on whether or not children should have their vaccinations, and my, my sister, Christy, is going to have her baby in June, so she's kind of been like panicking as a mother, you know, she's reading all these rumors online and wondering what she would do, and so Jimmy Kimmel starts the bit out, and he says, you know, I'm not a doctor, and you, you certainly don't want to take advice from a late-night host, but you could take advice from just about every doctor in the world and get your vaccinations. And then he goes on to, to display um, these real doctors that come in and they tell their story of um, you know, how they're trying to, to tell people you know, how vac- vaccinations have helped us for hundreds of years and um, just trying to give them this idea that you know, by not getting a vaccination, they're not only endangering their own lives, but they're endangering lives all around them. So believe it or not, Jimmy Kimmel got tons of letters and flack about this. See, there were people were really upset about him. How dare a talk show host talk about, you know, the these the shots or whatever? And um, he got tons of letters about this. And so he read some of the letters as he does, you know, like he does those mean tweets. And um, he shared some of the letters. And one of the letters said, you know, it was a mother saying. I want my kid to be old enough to make the decision themselves. So when they're 18, they can make the decision of whether or not they get shots. And I don't want anyone telling me, you know, telling me otherwise. Well, we think about it and um, think about what the shots are to prevent. You know, all the different diseases like polio and I don't know, what are the other? Measles, mumps, all those things that we don't have to worry about because of, you know, those shots. Um, You know, the the whole idea was if you you wait till 18, if you wait till your kid's 18, it's too late. You know, not only are they going to get get that, but it's going to, it's going to, it's like snowball into all these other complications in their lives. So I went online and I was doing all this research too for my sister and I'm finding out like all the horrible um, things that could happen if you don't get the shot. And not only does it impact you, it impacts others. And what also got me researching this is I got a call from a parishioner who works at the Cleveland Clinic and they have to get shots there. And uh, the only reason that they wouldn't have to is for, for faith reasons. So she called me and she said, I need you to sign a letter for me because I don't want to get the, the shots. And um, So I actually had to call downtown and talk to the diocese and talk to the moral theologians. And I found out that um, kind of like the moral theologians and doctors agree that we need to get our shots. So that not only are we you know, not taking care of ourselves, but we're endangering other people. So that's a little side note. Anyways, I'm not a doctor. You do whatever you want with the shots. That's not the point of this homily. The point is... Um, A week after that, Jimmy got all these letters from people. And one of the letters said, you know, it was a mother saying, I want my kid to, to be old enough to decide for themselves. When they're 18, they can decide. So Jimmy Kimmel went to the streets, okay? And he took two things with him. He took a lollipop in one hand, and he took a syringe in the other hand. And he walked up to kids on the street, and he said to them, which one of these would you like? Would you like a lollipop, or would you like a syringe? What do you think all the kids chose? A lollipop, right? I mean, who in their right mind is going to choose the syringe? None of us like shots. None of us like um, pain. None of us like suffering. Um, but the truth is, now to bring it to a spiritual level, we all were born with, uh, with a disease. We all were born with, um, as, as a, a good priest, Monsignor I know, that used to direct Mother Teresa, we were born with spiritual aids. We were all born with mortal sin. And unless we are cured from this, it's going to cause our death. And so I, didn't, I couldn't find a needle anywhere in the rectory last night, but I found a, found a lollipop and a crucifix. So, you know, if I were to walk around to some of the kids here at Mass today and said, which one would you like? Would you like the lollipop or the crucifix? <laughs> they just might say the lollipop. Thankfully, they're all gone right now. <laughs> but the truth is, we all kind of go for the lollipop, right? I mean, the cross isn't that attractive. You know, I know a lot of non-Catholics are turned off because us Catholics have the cross everywhere. We got it in our house, in our rooms, in our living room, in our kitchen, in the church. Um, The cross is like the central figure for us. But so often, we're tempted to choose the lollipop. Now, I want to, first of all, who, who brought kids with you today? Raise your hands if you brought your kids with you to Mass today. Raise them real high so everybody can see. Give these people a huge round of applause. I'm serious. Give them a round of applause. (laughs) Have you ever had to struggle with your kids and they said, I don't want to go to Mass? Have you ever had that happen? (laughs) You're pointing right now, throwing your daughter under the bus. I mean, if you gave your kids the option on a Sunday and said, hey, you can go to Mass or you can sleep in or watch a movie or whatever, what do you think they're going to choose? They're going to sleep in, right? Or they're going to watch a movie or they're going to... Go to their basketball game or whatever, they're going to choose the lollipop every time, I guarantee it. And that's why, as, as parents, and, and, and not only parents, but mature people in our faith, all of us who are gathered here together in Mass are called to be disciples. We've received this inoculation, we've received the shot. We are saved in Christ. You know, we've received um, the power that He has to take away our original sin. And so, not only that, then it becomes our responsibility to help people say that this isn't what you really want. This is what you want. And sometimes people are terrified by this because the the crucifix is like the syringe. You know, it means suffering, it means pain, it means sacrifice, but ultimately, it is our salvation. I just want to use these two images and reflect on the gospel. So it's John 3.16, and I, I think we kind of glossed past it really quick because it's John 3.16. It's the sign you see, all the sports signs, you know, for God to love the world that he gave his only son. But I want, I'm just going to give you the image of the crucifix and the lollipop as we go through it. So the crucifix is Christ, the church, the sacraments, prayer, you know. And the lollipop is, is all the, the temptations of the world, all the deceptions of the enemy. It is the darkness over the light. And um, I'm just going to hold these two up as, as we go through the reading, Okay. So Jesus said to Nicodemus, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Everyone who believes in him has received this eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but have eternal life, so that they might not die in their original sin, that they might not end up in hell, but have eternal life through Christ. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. So this is our salvation. Christ is our salvation. He didn't come to condemn the world, he came to save us. Whoever believes in him will be saved. But whoever does not believe in him has already been condemned because he has not believed in the only Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world, but the people chose the darkness because their works were evil. For everyone who does things hates the light, whoever, everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives in the truth comes to the light so that his works may be seen as clearly done by God. The truth is, with our faith, you know, it's something we want to hand on to the rest of the world. If we really believe that Christ is our salvation and, and that, that he is like that, that shot that takes away our original sin, we want it no, not only for ourselves, but we want it for our children, for our loved ones, we want it for the entire world. And we're called to evangelize. And right now, there's a horrible lie that's being told. There's a lie that's being told that you don't need Christ. There's a lie that's being told in our world that um, we, we don't need Christ in order to go to heaven. And I'll, I'll give you three hard words, but they're quick words. Some of the moral theologians say that in our day and age, that the big heresy is that we are moral um, we are moral deists. So we believe in doing things that are good and bad, and we believe in a God, but we don't necessarily believe in Christ. So the phrase actually is moral therapeutic deists. We'll do things that are right, we'll do things that make us feel good, but we don't necessarily believe in Christ. The lie that's being told today is the lollipop. And so many people are attracted to it and grab it and discount Christ, but the only way to salvation for us and for those that we love, is the crucifix. So don't wait till your kids are 18 years old. Because if you wait that long and your kids are 18 years old, i got to tell you, when they're at their sexual prime and their hormones are going wild and crazy, they're really not going to be attracted to the cross. It's something that begins in our infancy. And just as your faith was handed down to you by your parents and loved ones, so it's our responsibility to lead other people to Christ.